Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to look at the first tool in managing emotional eating, the Food Awareness Diary, and how it can help you. Welcome back to The Daily Dollop podcast, everybody. I hope you're having a fantastic day and are keen to get stuck into this episode. So, Looking at emotional eating this week in a five-part series, and it's just a really nice opportunity to deep dive into a topic. And so we're going to get stuck into looking at one tool to help manage emotional eating. One of the things I do want to say is that there are no quick fixes or gimmicks to help with emotional eating. Like I cannot just click my fingers and make you stop being an emotional eater. If I could, that would be a million (laughs) dollars. Just joking, right? Because, yeah, this is, like I said in yesterday's episode, emotional eating is a learned, ingrained behaviour. If you think about a behaviour as being a pathway through the bush, and so, you know, there's this well-worn path through the bush, it's easy to follow that path as opposed to traipsing off through the the scrub where you might need a machete and like you're pushing the branches away and you're clambering over, you know, logs and rocks and and, and things like that. So creating new behaviours is is tough going and emotional eating is, yeah, is a well-worn path. And so there are no quick fixes, but there are a number of tools that you can use and, um, things that you can do that can help set you on the path to changing your behavior. And I think the good news about knowing that this is a learned behavior is that you can unlearn it. That gives me immense hope because if you can learn a behavior, you can unlearn it and you can learn a different way. And it's definitely keeping that real growth mindset about yourself that you can learn to approach things in a more positive way. So take a really long-term perspective to managing your emotional eating. You need to just ditch high expectations of getting on top of this quickly and sort of like ticking a box, but really commit to the long-term in in just slowly and surely um, making progress. Progress is progress no matter how slow it is. But This first tool of keeping a food awareness diary is really looking at, I guess, first and foremost, any physiological drivers of emotional eating. Now, like I said in the previous episode, emotional eating is defined as a, you know, overeating in response to an emotional cue. So it it is often emotionally driven. However, if you are not eating properly or you are under eating and you are hungry, tired and starving, that's also a recipe for overeating disaster if you combine that with a stressful situation. And we already know, and make sure you check out a previous episode where I looked at stress and food choice, that when you're in a stress state of mind, that that affects 
our decision-making ability and our food choices. But if you're genuinely hungry, like you have not eaten enough throughout the day or you've been fasting or even if you've just been busy and you've skipped meals, that is going to make it much more difficult to make a mindful food choice in that moment because you're actually physiologically hungry as well as being emotionally low. And so the food awareness diary is all about starting to get an idea of how you are eating. And I just want to put out there right from the beginning that if you've been dieting for a long time and you've regularly embarked on in, on restrictive eating practices like um, you know long-term fasting or 1200 calorie or less diets um, or your idea of a perfect healthy day is just not enough food um, and you feel like you're constantly battling your weight thinking um, then you know the chances are is that there is a physiological element to your emotional eating so if you know, if you're constantly thinking about food, you know, you're constantly stressed about food, you're always feeling hungry, right? I would say that, yes, there's some emotional eating there, but it's highly correlated to the fact that you're just not eating properly. So if you're genuinely hungry and you need food, it's going to be difficult to manage your emotions and behavior because, you know, your body's one track minded. It's like, give me food. So first and foremost, you need to stop dieting and you need to stop restrictive eating practice. If you truly want to get on top of your emotional eating, starting another diet is not the answer there. And so what I want you to do instead is keep a food awareness diary. Now, this is different and I really want to stress this and and push this home very strongly. This is different from doing like food tracking in a calorie counter app or counting your calories, you know, manually in a book. This is not about calories at all. This is about diet quality and nourishment and and awareness. So good food awareness is about knowing, like recording what you're eating honestly and openly and without judgment. And this is the tricky part. Most people are pretty good at tracking their food intake, like writing down what they're eating if they feel like they're being good. And then as soon as they feel like they're being bad, they then stop tracking. And it's because they either feel guilty about those food choices and they just want to, you know, be in the dark about it and be ignorant to it so they don't have to think about it because it makes them feel bad. Um, There's a high amount of judgment around there. You know, they feel like a failure, um, right? And, and they think, you know, what's the point? So this food awareness diary is about removing all judgment, right? You are not a good or a bad person based on what you eat. Food holds no moral value. It does not determine whether you get into heaven or not or your eternal future, right? It is, it is morally neutral. Go into your food awareness journal just genuinely being curious about your food choices, Once you start to actually see that, this awareness can start to trigger change because you can't really change what you're not aware of. And in my experience in working with clients, most people's intentions don't align with their reality. So what they want to eat and how they want to eat, so their intentions, are different from what they're actually eating on a day-to-day basis. Basis. So your food awareness diary is simply just a non-judgmental record 
of what you're eating on a day-to-day basis. I would suggest keeping it paper and, and writing in a little notebook. I wouldn't use a calorie counting app. You can use the notes function on your phone um, if you don't want to, to write, but just keep it as writing down what, you know, and maybe when you're eating. You don't necessarily need to write down like the, the portions or anything. Definitely not the calories. This is not about calories or anything. Now, one of the ways that will help you remove judgment from this this process is to just put weight loss, if that's your goal, just put it on the back burner for the moment. It doesn't mean you're never going to lose weight. It doesn't mean that you're going to put on weight, but you're just not focusing on it for now. Try, try to just be like, you know what, I'm just going to genuinely get a really honest look at my healthy eating habits without trying to lose weight, without trying to be a healthy eater, without trying. Just see what happens on a day-to-day basis so that then you can start to um, see the areas of your day where you could start to make some improvements down, down the track. So what is the best way to do your food diary is just writing down like the individual foods that you eat. So if say breakfast is Vegemite on toast with a coffee, you might want to do bread, butter, Vegemite, coffee, milk, a sugar. And if it's a hamburger and chips for lunch, you might do bread roll, beef patty, lettuce, tomato, onion, hot chips, Coke, right? Just write it all down. Just see what it is. Then what I want you to do is rather than trying to track calories or portions or being restrictive, I want you to look at your overall diet quality. So at the end of the day, I want you to get a highlighter and I want you to go through and I want you to highlight the, the minimally processed or the whole foods. These are the foods that have changed very little, nothing added, nothing taken away between the farmer and you. So this would be highlighting the milk. It would be highlighting the tomato, the lettuce, the onions, right? The, the apple or the nuts that you ate. And what I want you to do is focus on adding more of these foods, of these whole minimally processed foods into your diet. So if you kind of do the food awareness journey and you find, oh, there's not much bright yellow over the last couple of days, Rather than being restrictive and thinking, I'm such a bad eater and I need to stop the Coke and stop the chocolate and stop the chips and get all negative and stressed, which will often probably trigger an emotional eating episode, is don't worry about those. Remove the judgment, but let's see if you can add more good quality food in. Now, the reason I want you to do that is there's two, two reasons. The first reason is, is if you're filling up on whole foods and satisfying your hunger with these good quality, nutrient-dense, low-energy foods, you'll actually put yourself in a better mental state to then manage your emotional eating when those situations arise because you won't be starving and hungry. So it's about filling up, feeling satisfied, nourishing yourself so that then you're in a better position to start to make positive change for the emotional cues to your eating. None of this restrictive, I'm starving situation. You will not manage your emotional eating that way. The second reason I want you to add more whole foods in 
is because we know from the science that increasing your diet quality, so the nutrient density of your diet, so vitamins, minerals, fiber, protein, healthy fats, if we do that, then we're actually going to put you in a better mental state anyway. And there's a fantastic study that I've um, talked about on a previous episode called the SMILE study by Deakin University that looks at the effect of diet quality on mental health and increasing diet quality over a 12-week intervention actually improved symptoms of anxiety and depression. So that's actually going to help you long-term manage your emotional eating because it potentially can help, you know, stop those internal emotional cues before they even happen. So your goal for today is to do a food awareness diary. I just want you to write down what it is you're eating, highlight the whole and minimally processed foods, and then aim to increase your intake of those foods over the course of the next few days. Don't stress about cutting foods out or being restrictive. I want you to eat. I want you to nourish yourself. I want you to feel good. Now, if you'd like more specific help on this area, my online program at the Healthy Eating Hub has a whole module called Whole Foods. It's a six-week program that goes deeply into helping you build the habit of good diet quality and food awareness. So you can do that module in six weeks, build a whole foods habit, increase your diet quality, and it will be a fabulous tool in your tool belt of a managing of managing emotional eating long term. So make sure you check that out. You can sign up there at $39 a month, cancel anytime, right? That's a pretty excellent investment for maximizing your diet quality and feeling good about what you're eating, nourishing yourself. But you do need to just just put weight loss on the back burner for now. And and I promise you, getting in control of your emotional eating is going to make any future attempts at losing weight and maintaining a healthy weight long term so, so, so much easier. If you've got any questions, please reach out to me on social media. I'd love to hear it. Otherwise, have a fantastic day team. Remember, no judgment when you're doing that food journal and we'll see you in next episode for tool number two. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.